Koinonia, Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. I'm so very excited again today, somebody that's actually been on the program, Ashley Forsgren, Director of Development, Children's Shelter. But the difference is we're in the studio together today, not just on the phone. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I'm so excited, too. We thought it would happen, right? But yes. then you're, you know, after a year, you think, well, is this just the new way everything's done? It brings us huge smiles to my face. Yeah. I feel like I'm glowing because I get to communicate in person. So yeah, thank you. I love this so much more <laughs> because on the phone, you're like, it's all intellectual. Okay, how do I... But, you know, face-to-face, we get to kind of bond a little and yeah. communicate in a way that we just can't over the phone. Now, and Zoom's still not, eh. No, no I'm, I'm still not. anti. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, somebody would say, well, you're an old guy. Well, you know, I don't care. I want to do it face-to-face. <laughs> anyway, thanks for uh, being in today. Real quickly, you've been on Koinonia before, so uh, a lot of our listeners already kind of know who you are. But give me a little bit of your background. I call it you know, the God bio, how God got you where he's got you today. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So the Fort Smith Children's Shelter, we were founded in the mid-1990s by the Junior League of Fort Smith. They asked the initial question of what was happening to our children in crisis. Um, so we were purpose-built. We opened our doors in 1997 to youth and foster care in the area. And our job is to provide a safe home, a stable environment, therapeutic resources to kids in foster care ages 10 and older. And you were attracted to it from a very early age, if I remember correctly. Yes. Um, you know, it just kind of became natural. My mom was in junior league, and so mm-hmm. I grew up with a servant's heart. Yeah. And um, when I became junior league president, we were in the process of researching transitional housing for youth in foster care. And so at that time, I started meeting with the executive director of the children's shelter, Mr. Jack Moffitt. And um, a job opportunity became available, and I, he sent me a job description, asked me if I knew anybody, and I literally picked up the phone and called him and said, that's my dream job. Wow. And he said, you're a realtor. You're not qualified. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, but it's my yeah. experience with the Junior League and yeah. the training you know, that I've had uh, with them through leadership that, um, you know, makes me qualified. Certainly. And the passion, right? Yes. And I'm sure that he saw that pretty quickly just in that phone call alone. I forced it down his throat. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it is so nice to have you in and to talk about uh, National Foster Care Awareness Month. I had an opportunity to learn a lot about uh, foster kids when I was in Arizona because I was involved with an organization and I got to participate in MC uh, prom, for okay. example. And there were other events that we did. These kids, and having a chance to talk to a lot of them, no, no fault of their own. They're out there. They're couch surfing. And if you can imagine, and most people can't that haven't been exposed to this directly, all your possessions in a trash bag. Yes. That you carry around from place to place because you don't know where you're going to be. That's a rough road. It is. And and not just when they're couch surfing, but, you know, a lot of times it, when they are removed from their home, you know, it could be 2 a.m. or 2 o'clock uh. in the afternoon. And DHS is going to go in with a black trash bag and they're going to 
take everything that they can that's maybe sanitary enough to be removed from the home with the child and um you know that's just it's not right it yeah. you know um they're already in an environment that is abusive and neglectful and you know we're proud to be able to say when when they arrive at the children's shelter with that black trash bag that's the last time they're going to see a black trash bag that's really good talk to me a little bit about trust issues and things that you have to overcome uh, uh when the kids walk in the door yes yeah, so our kids um suffer from um trust I- issues immensely um you know they choose not to trust adults because you know the adult that was supposed to love for them and care for them the most is the reason why they're in, why they are in foster care we have a young girl who we call sarah and um she came to the shelter right before her 12th or right before her 13th birthday she was 12 and um i've written some stories about her but um you know her hair in front of her face i say you know imagine i think it was cousin it or it Mm -hmm. off the adams family and her only form of communication was um growling or cussing at you um you never saw her eyes but she Mm -hmm. followed you with hers everywhere she went she's been at the shelter since october and today when I arrived to work, she was going on a visit to see her mother. She had wow. a, a pass to go see her mom. And uh, she was in the car with her caseworker. I got out and she saw me. And she literally almost jumped out of the window of that car to hug me. Wow. This girl has come so far, mm. you know, where she started, like I said, she was hiding behind her face, would growl at you. And, you know, it was frightening. It, it But... You know, that was her defense mechanism. She did not trust me. Um, but over time, she, you know, we have helped her with therapy and, and helped her to understand that we are her safe people. We love her um, and, and taught her, her those boundaries, how to trust, and um, that, you know, we're not going anywhere. And just having an example of what trust looks like. Right. What love looks like. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's powerful. It's cool. It's it's just it's really neat to watch these kids evolve, um, and to see us be able to kind of unravel the dysfunction that has happened in their lives, so that now they know how to cope, and they also know what's acceptable behavior and how to love. Yeah, that's powerful. Ashley Forsgren, director of development at Children's Shelter, is our guest on Coinania today. We're talking about May being National Foster Care Awareness Month, and awareness is a big part of the solution right because when people really hear what goes on they can be moved to help in whether it be financially or or uh gifts in kind but what do we need to do as listeners to become more aware or to participate more what what it's the best thing that we can do. You know, I think the first step is if you're on social media, start following us on, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you know, be an advocate for us. Share our posts, um, like our mission. You know, you can call and become a mentor or a sponsor family or even a um, a life coach or if you have like a hobby that you want to mm. share. I use the example of um, scrapbooking or maybe you're into photography or maybe you just love to play basketball. Um, give us a call. We can always hook you up on our Get Real 24 side of our campus, and that's with youth and foster care 18 and older. We try really hard to create a social safety net um, of people in the community around these young adults. You can also support us monetarily, which, like I said, in, uh, is you know one of the favorite things that we right. like. Your dollar does go further if we spend it. I understand it's not always as fun to just right. donate money. 
but we're tax exempt. We receive discounts. And so, you know, I can probably buy two pairs of shoes for our kids one while you might only be able to buy one. And, um, you know, and like I said, just be an advocate for us. And um, if you have a community service project that your group um, might need to do, call us. And I can always find you a community service project, especially after big storms. Sure, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, do you have numbers available about what uh, what the state of foster care is here in Arkansas? I, I said earlier today to somebody, I'm embarrassed that I don't. I typically know the numbers right off the top of my head. But um, I don't. I have not looked at this quarter's numbers yet. Um, but, you know, Sebastian County is still the highest percentage of youth in foster care in the state. Mm. Um, about 5% of youth in foster care age out every quarter. And 70% of them will become homeless, hungry, incarcerated, or suicidal. Well. Um, but, you know, our goal, our job is to just take care of these kids. And if we can change the life of one child, it impacts the life of so many others. Certainly. And you change the trajectory of these kids. You, Absolutely. You really do. Uh, do you have another story of somebody that has come into the program that, you know, is just an example. Uh, I've seen stories where kids have come from what you would not have considered to be a dangerous home. For right. example, they still have the same issues. They all do. You know, Miss um, Amy, our assistant director, likes to say, you know, there's no such thing as a bad kid. Hmm. There's just trauma. Hmm. And I remind that a lot of times when I when I speak to kids in elementary school, junior high and high school, you know, they ask, well, what can we do? And I always tell them, just be nice. Hmm. You know, these kids already know that they look different. They smell different. They act different. Their adventures are different mm-hmm. um, and they're living in a shelter. But just be nice to them. Include them. You know, they want to be a part of the of the team or the club or just a part of the lunch table, yeah. too. Um, but a story real quick is um, we have a young man in our Get Real 24 program who um, is 19 years old. And upon his 18th birthday, he lived in 90 placements. Wow. Nine zero. Goodness gracious. And so... You know, I remind people that's 90 different moms. That's 90 different definitions of, you know, brush your teeth or, you know, clean your room, make your bed, do your homework. And so just because somebody in foster care turns 18 does not mean that they are prepared to be an adult. Right. They um, have had very little consistency in terms of their role models and how to do things. And so... Our Get Real 24 program, what we really try to do with that is give these kids um, the life skills that they need, uh, consistency, and so that when they do um, leave the foster care system at the age of 21, they're able to become successful, contributing members of society to where they learn to give back versus live off. May is National Foster Care Awareness Month, and you can be a part of the solution right here in the River Valley Ashley Forsgren is the Director of Development at the Children's Shelter, and she's going to tell you exactly how you can get involved. Yes, please. We uh, we encourage you to make donations online at fschildrenshelter.org slash donate. F is in Fort, S for Smith, childrenshelter.org. Um, also, follow us on social media. Our needs lists are posted periodically. Um, And again, if you have a group, you belong to a church that needs a service project or a school organization that needs a service project, please reach out to us. Um, You can contact me at 479-242-5771. You can email me, ashley at fsces.org. Or again, our website is fschildrenshelter.org. 
Ashley, I am looking forward already to the next time we get to do this together. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much.